Hey, I'm Morgan, and this is my podcast, Recipes for Happiness. The concept of this podcast is pretty simple. Think of it like an audio research project where I have interviews, tips, and advice from people that I value the most. Several years ago, I became obsessed with how to cultivate happiness in my own life as I evolve and change and how others have been able to do that in their life, both professionally and personally. So let's get started with today's episode. Okay, let's jump into today's episode, and I am so excited about the podcast today. It's a solo episode. It's just me here with my mic, and I had this idea of talking to you about three different things that are all random, but yet they all are connected, and you'll see what I'm talking about um, throughout this episode today. So the first thing is the idea of, as an adult, being a lifelong learner. The second part of this podcast is going to be about the beginner's mindset and the Buddhist term Soshin. And the third is the random untold story of the America's Cup, which is a documentary on Netflix that my husband and I watched a couple nights ago. And it is so good, but um, we'll get into that in a little bit. So as you guys know, I was in the education field for 16 years. I started out as a teacher and then worked my way up to a special education coordinator here in South Florida. And there were parts of my job that I absolutely loved and parts of them that I absolutely hated. And from the beginning, I talk about it on the pilot episode of this podcast, um, number one, but I talk about how as within six months of being in education, I realized that the idea of having a career in education and the reality of having a career in education were so completely different. And I think that that happens a lot with people who go into the education career. And that is a completely separate podcast that we will talk about um, later on sometime. I'll have a podcast about it. But my point is that one of the reasons that I wanted to go into the field of education was because I love learning myself. And I thought to myself, if I love learning so much that maybe I could help students love learning too. And the more I became aware of how the education education system was, I realized that the creativity that I was looking to accomplish as an educator was not actually going to come to fruition. And after 16 years of being in the field and seasons in my life beginning to change, I decided that it was time for me to resign and actually homeschool my son so I could be as creative as I want. Again, another podcast. But the idea of being a lifelong learner and loving gaining knowledge and just learning is something that I hold so true in my heart and I strive to do pretty much every single day of my life. And as I became more aware of this and had conversations with people that I came in contact with, I began to realize that as easy as it sounds to want to be a lifelong learner and do things and research things that are interesting to you, 
that it could actually be a lot more difficult than you give it credit for. And so think about it like this. I kind of want you to step outside the box and take a look at your life from an outside perspective. And what are some of the things that you would be interested in doing if you had the time, whether it's maybe going to a pottery class or for me, I absolutely love the art of photography. And part of the reason that I love it so much is because I get to play with light and I get to play with aperture. And there's just so many different aspects of photography that um, light me up inside, whether it's uh, working with Photoshop and digital photography or film or whatever it is. I just absolutely love photography and that lights me up inside. One of the other things that really lit me up inside was the idea of starting this podcast. And when I decided to start this podcast, if you go back to episode two, about three quarters of the way through of the interview with my dear friend, Ashley, we talk about the story of me wanting to start this podcast podcast and how Ashley had actually asked me, you know, what was my goal with this podcast? If I was going to make money with it, how was I going to do that? Did I want to start a business with it? And I actually had to take a step back and think about what my purpose of starting this podcast was. And I actually came to the realization that at the time I wanted to start the podcast, that having some sort of monetary attachment to it was not going to benefit me in a positive way. And then I just had to do it because I was freaking excited about doing it. And so obviously here I am with episode number five of this podcast, but that was the whole purpose of this podcast was to do it because there was just a feeling that I had that lit me up inside and I just needed to take it and run with it. And if I put too much pressure on myself to actually come up with a game plan on how I wanted to earn money through this podcast, it might have actually never come to fruition. So maybe down the road, maybe, you know, at some point my goal will change for this podcast. But for right now, I'm just doing it because I am curious about it because I want to help people because I want to get people on this show that are going to light people up on inside once they hear their stories and how they've been able to pivot in their life to find their own happiness in whatever area that is. And I just, I get so excited thinking about that. But my point is when you look at your own life, is there something that you are interested in pursuing of a hobby or whatever it is that you haven't done because you feel like if you start it, there is going to be some pressure to have some sort of monetary compensation business plan around it. And if you don't earn some sort of income with this passion project of yours, that it might be uh, thought of as a, or perceived as a failure. And so I just want you to think about that. And I want to encourage you that if you have something that you're interested in, whether it's writing a book in your spare time or taking a ceramics class or learning how to run a marathon or just simply sitting on your couch and reading a book because you love freaking reading to actually do it because it might make you productive in other areas of your life. 
So with that being said, the second thing that kind of came up through the last couple weeks is I do guided meditations every single day, well, almost every day, through the Calm app. And not to digress, but if you are curious about meditating, that maybe that's something that you're interested in learning about. The Calm app is simply fantastic, and they don't even know I exist. I'm not getting endorsed by the Calm app, but I just absolutely love this app and I do their guided meditations. But anyway, one of the meditations that I was doing was all about the concept of Soshin. And Soshin is a Buddhist term that means beginner's mindset. And the the reason that this resonated with me was because it's kind of the opposite of what, um, of what you might think. So as soon as I heard the term Soshin, and what it was about, I decided that I absolutely needed to do more research on it because I love learning and gaining knowledge on things. And so anyways, my curiosity was driving me crazy. So I started doing some research on this idea of Soshin. And basically what it is, is it is all about having a beginner's mindset throughout your life in all aspects of your life, especially if you are considered an expert in your field. So originally, and I think that this is why I was so fascinated with this, because originally when I heard Soshin and beginner's mindset, which is what it translates to, I thought immediately of opening up your mind and kind of having that lifelong learning mentality and being curious and wanting to start something new and just being open-minded to learning something that you're interested in, right? But what it actually is is a paradox because it's not so much for people that are, are you know, new at something and wanting to learn something new. It's actually meant for people that are considered experts in whatever aspect of their life that they're considering an expert in. Because what happens or what it is believed through this way of thinking is that if you are an expert in your field, that you feel the pressure to actually be able to answer all of the questions, that you should know everything, that you are all knowledgeable, basically, in whatever area you are considering an expert in. And so the area or the term Soshin is meant to be kind of flipped. So if instead of sitting there and saying to yourself, I'm an expert, I'm supposed to know everything, because what ends up happening in situations like that is people that are considered an expert in their field and feel that pressure to be known as the expert in their field actually begin to close their mind so much more because they're supposed to know everything. And instead of that, flipping your mindset and saying to yourself, you know what, I am an expert in my field, but I do have this beginner's mindset. And because of that, I'm going to learn even more. I'm going to grow even more and become more knowledgeable in the field that everybody and myself consider as an area of expertise. 
So that's just some food for thought when you're thinking about being a lifelong learner and relating that to your own life because we're all considered an expert in something, whether it's in the corporate environment, whether you're an artist or an educator or you own a business like my husband and I also do, whatever that area is, once you decide to go down that path, people automatically assume that you're an expert in that field and that you're all knowing in that field and just think about how much more you could grow if you have that social mindset, that beginner's mindset, right? And along with that, randomly, a couple nights ago, my husband and I were flipping through Netflix and under the documentary section, there's the untold story of the America's Cup. First of all, if you are looking for something to watch, this documentary is so awesome. It's about the 1983 America's Cup race and the rivalry between the United States and the Australian team. And it's just, it's so great. It's only like an hour and a half or whatever. I don't even think it's that long. But The one part that I want to talk about is during this documentary, they were talking about how the yachts were designed and how there was this long history of the Americans winning um, for 136 years straight, right? And how all of the boats were basically designed the same. However, during that year, it was extremely competitive and Um, And the Americas had had a lot of resources. There was a lot of money. There was a a lot of um, backing for the American team. And the Australians did all sorts of kind of interesting things to get to get um, into the America's Cup. But one of the things that they talk about is the design of the Australian boat. And when you're listening to the interviews of both the Americans getting interviewed and the Australians getting interviewed, they talk about how America had, the United States had all of these resources. They had contracted out different um, organizations to help them. And they were working um, with different engineers and architects, and they wanted to have the best boat. There was a lot of pressure for them to win the 37th year and, you know, et cetera. And all the Australians had when you're listening to this interview by the skipper of the Australian team was Benny. And Benny was Ben Luxon, who was an Australian-born citizen, and he was a what they considered a yacht architect. However, the interesting thing about Benny was that he only had two to three years of formal education, and they hired him, and he, with his, they called him the Leonardo da Vinci of the Australian 70s and 80s, and Basically, what he did was he designed this keel for this yacht that was something that nobody had ever created. And when you look at the pictures, it almost looks like the keel was, you know, created upside down for the bottom of this yacht. And when the skipper is talking about Ben Luxon, he says that the fact that he only had two to three years of formal education actually worked in his favor because it allowed him to think outside the box and to not be, you know, imprisoned in a certain way of thinking. And he had this passion for birds. And so basically what he did was he secretly created this winged keel that 
that everybody outside of the Australian team couldn't quite understand. They actually went through the four months of the racing covering up this winged keel so nobody, no other teams could see it. But my point is, is that without even knowing what Sotian was or being a lifelong learner or having this curiosity or creative mindset, without having all of that, Ben Luxon would have never designed this wing keel that was so out there compared to all of the other yacht designs, especially the American yacht design, and which ended up going ahead to um, to have them win the 1983 America's Cup single-handedly. So with all of that being said, I hope that through this episode today, that it kind of just helps you recognize maybe an aspect in your own life where you can become a little bit more curious, where you can take a moment and find something or research something that, that has been on your mind just because you're interested in learning about it. And with all of that said, I hope that you take this week and you find a little bit of happiness through something that you absolutely are passionate and fascinated with. And I will see you back here next Tuesday for episode number six. If you like today's podcast, go ahead and share it with a friend. And if you would like to reach out to me, you can find me at Instagram at Recipes for Happiness Podcast or through Gmail at Recipes for Happiness at gmail.com. Talk to you soon.